0: Hi Yogis, we're on to the fourth Niyama, and it is Svadhyaya, translated as self-study. So, that has to do with really observing yourself, becoming really aware of who is this person. If you were to look at yourself... From the outside, what would be those quirks that would need a little work? And what are the quirks that are okay? And that you just accept, and this is part of who you are. And you know, if you've been out for two hours, you're going to need one hour by yourself, or um, whatever that is. You're going to go nuts if you if you don't get your early morning run in. So, really having a, a a good sense of who you are as a as a human being in the world, and then also as a spirit being. Like, who are you on the spirit level? What is the larger mission? The work that you came here to do and um, how do you start to check in with that inner voice within that is here for a reason and has um, a plan and is always trying to communicate that plan into your physical life in some way. Another way that Swadhyaya has been translated is a study of sacred texts. That there's also something about studying texts that have been written by enlightened people or very highly evolved spiritual um, people in the world and what they have sort of brought into the world through the written word. And, um, I would encourage you to find scripture of some sort, from some tradition that speaks to you, that touches your heart and memorize it. Having a piece of scripture or, or more than one that's with you in your inner being that can roll through you in times of uh, fear or stress or simply wanting to calm yourself down is an incredibly beautiful medicine really because the words that have been spoken by thousands or millions of people for a long long time with the pure intention of connecting to source, connecting to God, connecting to higher self carry a certain potency which is of course why mantras have survived for thousands of years and people still feel um, a form of ecstasy or peace at the very least by reciting certain mantras or chants, or long passages of scripture. Mm, there's a book that I really like, and it's called um, "God Makes the Rivers to Flow," and it's by Eknad Eshvaran. E K N A T H is his first name, and "God Makes the Rivers to Flow." That should be enough to find it on online somewhere. Um, and that's a collection of sacred scripture from all possible religious spiritual lineages. And it's so beautiful because as you read through it, if you if you sort of disregard where it's from, there's such a common beauty to it that it would actually be hard to distinguish a Christian verse from a Muslim verse, from a, a verse from the Bhagavad Gita, uh, from Rumi, from uh, a Jewish uh, traditional passage of some kind. Because at that core level of seeking the truth the beauty the compassion the empathy the vein of love within is the same and that becomes so clear in that book and this particular gentleman in all his book has that utmost respect for all the different religions and lineages of the world and it's such a unifying um, vibration and, and yet he's himself firmly rooted as a Hindu and was raised as a Hindu, and that's his own practice. But he, he loves um, the uh, Lord make me an instrument of peace passage from St. Francis, for example. So um, if not that particular book, maybe you grew up with something that resonates with you. Maybe you grew up with a religion that you know, didn't feel right to you, so you rejected it, and maybe there's something else, maybe there's a poem, something that feels as though it becomes a bridge, a medicine, a connection from your more earthbound, I'm alone in the world self, to I'm part of it all, I am part of God, God is guiding me in every moment, and there really is a uh, something very magic about finding scripture and reading out loud but but honestly memorizing it I have done that with long pieces of scripture in my own life and uh, in my journal I would just copy it down over and over and over again until I had it memorized and frankly I was also quite a bit younger when I did that so I think my brain was better at memorizing long passages but I'm glad I did that and I still think it can uh, be very beneficial at any age to to learn a little piece of a scripture or a mantra that you just have with you that can roll through you and quiet your mind. So something um, holy for you to study, to recite, to have with you that no one can take from you. It's not a little book in your purse you could accidentally leave at a cafe, but it's it's, it's within you. Um, is incredibly beautiful and simultaneously that slightly other way of translating Svadhyaya, the self-study, to have that honest look that really can only happen if you um, develop some degree of a meditation practice where you start to observe this earth being that's you um, in the world. And, and how it acts in certain situations, where is compassion needed, where is some tapas, some discipline, some, okay, kick your butt, get going here, needed. Like, what, what is this beautiful individual that is you, and what is really needed? Have good luck with that. Bye.